AFS Viewfinders podcast is designed to deepen and broaden appreciation of film. Brought to you by the Austin Film Society and hosted by our programmers and friends. So after 35 years in business recently, um, the great video store Vulcan Vulcan Video uh, closed. um, And they had such a rich and unique heritage of film culture that we asked a lot of the folks who had formerly been employed there to come and tell us some of their favorite stories. This is part two of the stories from Vulcan Video, now presented in podcast form. You can watch it in video form if you'd like to um, on Austin Film Society's channel. Um, but this one is all about the the uh, encounters with the nice and famous. So um, there are a lot of stories about famous people, and it turns out that famous people are a lot nicer than regular people. So you're going to hear some of, the, some of those stories. Um, enjoy. Susan Broyles Sukram. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of celebrity signings like some people. I did get to ring up Connie Britton, who I wasn't as excited about until I met her because she, you know, some celebrities in real life look much less attractive. She looks much more attractive in real life in my experience. Um, and she was lovely and just friendly and gorgeous. Um, Michael Sarah tried to buy our copy of Scenes from a Marriage and I had to tell him it was only for rent. Oh, I remember really well Connie Britton's friend who had her on her account. She was a regular and um, she took me aside one day and she said, you know, I've always liked y'all here and, you know, I never thought of, of folks here as star fuckers but i've noticed that when i have a fine a late fee when connie comes it's not mentioned but when i come suddenly i have to pay the late fee to rent and i just don't think that's very fair do you and i apologized and i just said you know everybody should be treated equally but um she was a dear but she didn't always get that frank maxim posdrak famously terrence malick had an account when rented vulcan i never checked him out but um you know it was it was very, you know, we were told, yes, this is Terrence Malick. Don't be a dick. Don't bug him. Treat him like anyone else. Danica Steinhauser. Richard Linklater came in quite often, and so many times he'd rent his own films. And I was so confused by that. Like, or he'd have someone from his company come in and, and rent. And so one time that they came in and they were renting Slacker, and I was just like, okay, I've got to ask why are you renting Slacker? Like, don't you have your own movie? Like, if you're renting it for, like, interns to watch, don't you have it? Um, and I just remember he, he just laughed. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so Richard Linklater came in. Mike Judge. Um, Mike Judge was always cool. Um, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino is Quentin Tarantino. Like, that's how he is. You see him in an interview, in any interview, that's how he is in real life. That's that's him. He loves movies. And like, it's no joke. He really does. Like, he came in to the North Store one time. And uh, we checked him out. And he was, we had all the posters on the walls of the old, old films. And he just was like, looking around. And he just starts like, going off. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that, that movie. And oh, yeah, she's... And she, bah, 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 like, talked your ear off. And that's because he was so passionate. And I think if anybody deserves to be like a, a filmmaker about, and kind of doing what he does, it's it's Quentin because he's he loves 
you love his film. Brian Connolly. Many uh, celebrities uh, came in the Vulcan, especially the Elizabeth Street store, because where we were on South Congress. And uh, one, one was uh, Spike Jones came in looking for Terminator 2. It was rented, so he rented the much less good film, The Siege. Uh, and it was funny because the other two people I worked with did not recognize him as Spike Jones, but were big Spike Jones fans. So as soon as they were done ringing him up, I was like, that was Spike Jones. You just, you just rang up Spike Jones. And they couldn't believe it. And they couldn't believe that they didn't know that's what was going on. Um, a guy came, a guy came in, like a really sweaty guy came in, uh, and like, he looked like he'd just been working out. And I was watching uh, Transylvania 6 5000 and he was really fixated on the screen. I was like, is this the fly? And I'm like, no, no, this is the other uh gina davis jeff goble movie and he was just uh, you know mesmerized by it. and then we got into this literally 30 minute conversation about jeff goldblum and gina davis and their relationship and their on-screen relationship and off-screen relationship and then about 25 minutes into this half hour I realized it was award-winning actor michael fassbender <laughs> and i was i got really nervous by the end of the conversation like oh shit because i believe no joke an hour earlier we were just talking about his penis in the store and uh, so it was, and he might have even been in the store when we were saying that. And he, and he was very nice. And then he paid this guy's late fee. This guy was there who was told he had a, like a seventy dollar late fee. And Michael Fassbender was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll pay it. I'll, I'll pay it." And he's paid the guy's late fee. One, one that I wasn't there for, but I heard, and I don't know who had this interaction, but a guy came in and said he was running movies for Bill Murray because uh, Bill Murray was in town. I think this was during South by Southwest, uh, and Bill Murray wanted Golden Girls season seven, disc two. And that, and we all hope that that's true. And I all, we all hope that Bill Murray like was going through Golden Girls, knew exactly where he left off, and just needed it. You know, like after a night of party, need to go home to the Golden Girls. Brian Sukram. A, a lot of minor celebrities and major celebrities and Austin luminaries would come in the store, and there's plenty of people to list, and I'm sure someone else might bring these people up. But my favorite was David Herman. David Herman would come in and he had a sense for knowing when someone had figured out that he was David Herman and he would disappear. So you kind of had to just pretend that you had no idea who he was, even though he clearly knew you did from the last time, but you just kind of pretended and went through the motions and treated him like some regular schmo so that he could check out his movies. Joe Fay. One of the most fun times I had while I was working there uh, was bringing the tall man from the Phantasm movies into Vulcan to show him where I worked. A long story short, I was his personal security during uh, a Phantasm film festival at the Alamo Draft House, and he was staying at the Austin Motel right there on South Congress, and uh, he wanted to see where I worked. So I took the tall man into into uh, into work at Vulcan and showed him around. I remember. He recommended the Apu trilogy. That was his big recommendation from the day. AJ Gonzalez. Of course, the Jimmy Kimmel video starring our captain, Brian Connolly. Um, going to the taping of the show was great. There was a lot of fun. And uh, for weeks, if not months afterward, I kept getting mistaken for Brian. And I had people coming up to me and telling me that they loved me on Jimmy Kimmel. What was Matthew McConaughey like? Hey, what was it like being uh, on a meeting Jimmy Kimmel? And here's the thing. I look nothing like Brian Connolly. And Brian Connolly looks nothing like me. Brian Connolly is white. 
I am very not white. I wear glasses. Brian Connolly does not wear glasses. Uh, but yeah, I still got mistaken for him all the time. Uh, one time, a customer, a regular customer that would come in like uh, twice a week for years, finally asked if me and Brian were brothers that owned the store together. Again, we look nothing alike. Brian Connolly. Um, the Jimmy Kimmel uh, show experience was very interesting. Um, we had uh, we had won a contest. Uh, Carrie Lewis, one of our employees, wrote this really funny uh, little uh, thing uh, saying that it would be great to have a, you know, an ad film there from the Jimmy Kimmel show. And we won, and they showed up, and we weren't allowed to tell anybody. We weren't, we weren't even allowed to tell the coworkers. We had to keep it a secret for months, which was really hard. And um, but they were very nice. Like the whole crew was great, and they're all the nicest bunch of people. And Jimmy Kimmel was so nice and uh, just really personable. And um, and then when Matthew McConaughey showed up, he drove himself there from wherever he lives, Round Rock or whatever, <laughs> and drove himself in what you'd expect Matthew McConaughey to ride. It was like a 70s, you know, cool car. And he was really nice too. And he's a very strange man. Uh, he looked at me, I had a beard at the time, and he looked at me and said, Brian, I bet you've had that beard since you were a baby. <laughs> And then when we, and I overheard him and Jimmy Kimmel talking about the dwarf videos, the Tim Conway fake little person golf videos, and that was exciting. He was also so nice. And when it, after it aired, um, Jim, uh, the Jimmy Kimmel people even called the store like a few days later, and they're like, Jimmy really wants to know that the ad gets you more customers, did it help you out? And so they really did care. It was really, it wasn't just a joke. It wasn't just making fun of that a video store still existed, but they really were trying to help and, and it, it was it was a wonderful um experience this is a short segment that uh we put together uh, i just wanted to go ahead and tack that onto this because it's really interesting so a long time ago um i used to work at uh, uh a theater chain called alamo draft house that you may have heard of uh, and one of the things that we like to do here in austin was put together a uh, game show a live on stage game show like Sunday night, like 10 p.m. or something, where it was a trivia contest between Vulcan Video and I Love Video. And in this contest, um, the audience members could buy beer, wine, booze, send it up on stage to help their team or uh, otherwise to impede the other team uh, with booze. So it became a very sort of boozy, spectacular game show that um, may have gone off the rails occasionally. I hosted it, wrote the questions with my pal, uh, Zach Carlson. And so uh, these are some stories that the Vulcan folks uh, tell uh, about uh, their memories, their hazy memories of those game shows. Brian Sukram. When I think about Vulcan memories over the years, my favorites have to do with um, Lars coordinating the trivia challenges between Vulcan and I Love Video. I don't think anybody at Vulcan ever had any idea that there was a rivalry with I Love Video, but I Love Video definitely had an idea that there was a rivalry with Vulcan, and it came out in the most awful ways at these trivia challenges. So the, the, the setup was that we had four or five people up on the stage from each store answering questions from Lars, um, punishing questions from Lars. Thanks for those. Um, but, but 
the people were supposed to be sending us drinks while we were up there to get us drunk. And the I Love guys, I'm pretty sure, were already drunk when they got up there, but they were giving this kind of narrative that the Vulcan guys were film nerds and that they were like awesome Lotharios that were getting laid all the time. But it was just hilarious. I, I participated in one challenge and bombed horribly. My, my future wife was even like yelling an answer at me after I missed it. It was, it was humiliating, but watching it was even more exciting. And, um, we, we crushed it. Susan Broyles Sukram. My husband, Brian Sukram, he gives himself a hard time about things like how he didn't know the answer to some questions at the trivia challenge. Um, he, he always brings up that I yelled the answer at him. I, it, it was a it was a question about Max von Sydow, and um and and the Hamlet adaptation he was in. And I'm a big Strange Brew fan. I may have even been wearing my Strange Brew T-shirt at the time. Uh, so when he didn't know the answer, I yelled, "Come on!" But I, I was a little drunk. Maxim Pozdrak. There was no longer any I love Vulcan um, tournaments, trivia tournaments uh, after I got hired. Uh, and the reason is very upfront for debate, depending on whom you work for. And, uh, you know, there's there was instances of cheating or sour grapes or, you know, sore losers or sore winners and stuff. But um, regardless, what ended up happening is Vulcan won the last one. And so um, at the South Store, we proudly displayed our golden VCR trophy uh, that we won from that championship. And, uh, you know... Felt good, felt good to have it. As if we weren't already, you know, the uh, the more often than not, the Austin Chronicles, best of Austin video rental store. 